Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Well, hello again and welcome back to this hurricane episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. Yes, it's uh, the week that they're projecting, actually two days from now, that uh, Hurricane Ian is going to hit, uh, it looks like the west coast of Florida and be maybe come into cat three or four. And so we're buckling up and we're settling in and, you know, we're praying for those that are in the eye of the storm that's coming in and for their protection. But I wanted to take time before that big event happens to get on air uh, with something that's really on my heart that I really want to share with you guys that I think will not just affect you personally, but I think it can create some real scale for you in your business. Because a lot of times we kind of subdivide our personal life with our professional life. And guys, I think it's a mistake. I think that there's many things in our life professionally that are bettered by us getting more grounded personally. And so I think these personal traits and characteristics that many of us have battled with for years, once they start getting resolved, it's just naturally, organically is going to um, present itself in our professional life. It just really can't help it. So what I really believe is that we spend a lot of time in all the wrong places trying to fix things in our life. You know, we, we really spend an inordinate amount of time focused on our exterior, you know, those performance evaluators that everybody sees and we think well if we can just fix the performance then we'll be more affirmed and more accepted and probably more successful and the fact of the matter is i don't disagree with that what i disagree with is that where we're trying to fix our performance is going the wrong is is going in the wrong direction meaning i don't think that's where we fix our problems on the outside of us I think if you want your performance to change, there has to be some tweaking, maybe some great overhaul in your personal life inside of you that nobody sees. That once you start resolving and dealing with these, what I call chunks in your life that are just inhibitors. I mean, they're things that are slowing your progress down or stopping your progress. And they have for years, some of you, but yet we think, that we can just leave them unattended and they're going to go away eventually one day. And, you know, we're going to get back to normal. Things are going to be good. And, you know, we're going to be high performers. And the fact is it's just not proven to be true. I know this, when I decided to deal with some of these great challenges I had inside of me that were birthed out of pain and frustration and challenges that I had personally experienced, when I started finally coming to terms with them and remedying some of the issues that were tethering me to my past, 
I was like put in a channel of freedom. You know, I started walking and flowing in life in a new and more powerful way. I just was unencumbered. I just wasn't held back. Now, look, I've still got things in my life that I battle with and I fight with and, you know, I want to get rid of. And look, some of these things have been in us for years and we're naive to think that we can just say some magic words or, you know, quickly get over things that have deep root systems in us. It's going to take some fight and some turn over inside of you for some of those deep-seated roots to come out and um, be eliminated. And so just be patient with yourself. Make an effort. I got You got to identify what these problems are. You got to call them by name, I, I really feel. I think they have to be um, made available to others to see for you to talk about and you to be accountable for so that true change is not just lasting, but it's noticeable. You've got to have other people in your life. You can't deal with these hidden things on your own because you've tried that. Look where you are today, which is actually what I want to talk about just for the next few minutes. And that are these hidden things in our life. I want to focus on hiding and hidden things because I, I really think these unspoken terms in our life that absolutely are holding us back. I mean, these things that we've just refused to acknowledge, you know, that have some twisted story to them in our past that we just can't shake. So we hide them. And I thought about this the other day that I think hiding almost in some cases starts out in some cases very um, um, well, I, I guess I would say in, in, in a very simple and I'm struggling for the word here is because this is this subject is really near to me. I mean, it starts out innocently. And I'm going to talk about some of that in a minute, but let me, I want to make sure you understand this. If those hidden things are not revealed and dealt with, they're going to grow and they're going to become, create more complexity to your life because you'll think that it's a way to live when it really is a way to destruction for us in our relationships and many, many different areas of our life. And so if you just look at the word hide or hidden, it means it's just things that we put or keep out of sight. They're, they're things that we just refuse to let people see or we want people to see. So we conceal them from the view or notice of others. And that's what I think we do sometimes innocently. And I think eventually over time though, that innocence gives way to really us choosing hiding as a way of living. And it just complicates our life. It creates a, a lot of problems. Cause I do believe this hiding starts out small. 
And if we're not careful, it quickly becomes habit forming. And I'm going to talk about the three things that I believe cause hiding to become a lifestyle and a behavior choice for us in just a few minutes. But I want to, I want you to understand that these little episodes of you hiding something to a family member or a spouse or something work related that's significant and you hide them and you keep them in a dark place and you conceal them from anybody else's views. And in some cases, innocently. Once you see that that hiding has accomplished what you wanted, which was maybe a lack of embarrassment or, you know, um, fear of people really thinking less of you than you really are, and you got away with it, you think, you quickly think, well, that was a small area. <laughs> Let's try that in some other areas. And it just perpetuates itself to a behavior and it becomes habit forming in time. And do you know why I know this? Because I practiced it. When I was in junior high school, I'll never forget this. My dad had a, I mean, I, I have no idea how much, but it was like, I mean, lots of change that he kept around because my sister and I would come before we left for school every day and we would pull out the money that was needed for our lunch and, um, you know, be off to school. And so he just kept a big stash of coins there. And I think my lunch was like 35 cents or 50 cents or something like that. But one day I thought to myself, you know, I, I'd like an extra 50 cents and whether it was to buy lunch or I, I really don't know what it was for. I said to myself, he will never know. I can do this hidden from his observation, hidden from his notice, and I'll get away with it, and it's no big deal. Look at all this change that's sitting here, a real simple, somewhat innocent kind of approach to life. So I took the extra 50 cents, went to school, came back at dinner, my dad said, how was school for everyone today as we normally did? The conversation was going just as typical as it did any other night until this comment came. And my dad looked at me and he said, son, why did you take the extra money out of my coin pile? Now, guys, I can't not tell you how much coins were there, but there were lots of them. And I, the first thing I did is I denied it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, son, don't compound your problems by lying. And boy, that was a powerful statement that I wish I'd learned earlier. And can I say that to you? Sometimes when the things that we think we have hidden are exposed, we compound our problems by lying about it. And it only gets worse, and it only got worse for me after that comment. He said, son, I'm going to ask you again, did you take money that you weren't supposed to take this morning for my uh, dresser? I said, I did not. 
Now I'm sitting there going like, I've got a sister. Why don't you just at least ask her? <laughs> For some reason, he just felt like knew or whatever that it had been me that had trifled through his change to take extra. And I don't know how you feel about life and how your parents were, but my dad was a man of prayer and still is. He said, I know exactly how much you took and it was 50 cents. And I'm like, still not wanting to give in. I'm like, how would you know it was 50 cents? He said, son, I felt like I was praying last night before you went to bed, before the family retired for the evening, that I should just count the change that was on my dresser. <laughs> so I counted it. And then as I started to get home today, I felt like I needed to count the change again. And the math was simple. Someone had taken an extra 50 cents without permission for my change pile. And I think it was you. When I heard that story, I had basically tried to lie my way out of it, but the facts were the facts were just stacked against me. And finally, I conceded to the fact that I had taken an extra 50 cents from my dad's change pile that didn't belong to me, and I made problems worse by taking that which I'd hidden and lying about it. Now, some of you may sit there thinking, what's the big deal? Well, I'm going to tell you the big deal. I almost got by with it, I thought, and my consequences that I had to pay for it did not convince me that I shouldn't do it again. Now, some of you that listen to this podcast don't believe in spanking your children. And my dad listens to this podcast, so he's not one of you. So he spanked me and he punished me, but the consequences were not so severe that I thought I could never do this again. You see, sometimes we hide stuff. We're fearful of the consequence, but we think that the consequence, even if caught, is not great enough to keep us from this habit of hiding. Habit of hiding. Can I tell you this though? One day, the consequence of your hiding is gonna cost you more than you ever thought possible. And your hindsight would tell you, I would never do that. But there's something about many of us who just feel like hiding is a way to, you know, get by and get over and get through things in our life, even with people we love. And so today, I just want you to know something. You may find it entertaining. You may find it mm, a little bit satisfying to hide something, to get by with it. And people think no big deal. Uh, um, and even if you do get caught, you think the consequences are minimal. But the fear I have for you is the same I had for myself. It was so easy, I thought, that the next time it came, the opportunity to hide something, I took advantage of it. And guess what? The consequences grew. Now, listen, the things I've hidden in my life have not always um, 
forced a consequence. And some of them were insignificant issues. But can I tell you this? Some of the things I've had hidden have been devastating on people that I love. And hiding as a habit is a characteristic of the selfish people that we have become. If all you think is that hiding is just an innocent way of avoiding some consequence and you don't take into consideration the consequence it can have not just on you but on others, you're selfish. And that might explain the condition of the relationships you have found yourself in. And I want to adjure you. I want to come to you compelling you to stop habitually hiding things because one day those things will come to roost. Those things will be revealed. Those things that are hidden will find daylight and they then consequences will have to be paid. And I want to, as much as I possibly can, help you to avoid having to suffer consequences placed on others because you thought hiding was innocent. This is just between me and me, you've said. This is just a problem I have, a challenge that I have is going to affect nobody else and you're only deceiving yourself. Those things in the dark will be revealed. Those things, especially, might I add, if there's other people involved in your life, those things hidden will be revealed because fairness, I think, has a way of revealing those things to the innocent. So what I'd like to do for these next few minutes is talk to you about why I think that we hide things and it becomes habitual to many of us. And I think some of these will reveal to you who are listening to this today, maybe some information that can help you transform your life from that way of living to a life where you're transparent and you're honest. Because I can tell you this, you're going to struggle and you're going to fight hiding these things as innocent as they may seem to you. It's going to zap your energy. It's going to make you crazy in thinking um, the effort you have to make to keep these things hidden. And the other thing is, I think when you practice a hidden agenda, you bring into more you bring more into it than just hiding, meaning some of you lie. Some of you have brought in other um, actions along with your hidden agendas and habits that are just going to cause the web that you're weaving to become tighter around you. Because I know this, someone who makes hiding a habit has little or no compunction to also lying. 
Because if you feel like your secret is being revealed, like I did with the uh, stack of change in my dad's bedroom, you'll have no unwillingness to depart from a lie for the truth. You're willing to lie before you'll tell the truth to hide that which, or I'm sorry, to keep concealed that which is hidden. So let me talk to you about three things quickly. We're probably gonna be a little bit shorter on this podcast today. Three things that I think cause us to hide and hide things that are simple, innocent in most cases, but it creates a path of progression for us to hide in more significant things. And can I tell you what, if you're hiding, there's nothing that's really insignificant or innocent, but there are some reasons why people do it. The first reason I have found that in many cases I hid things, and I think some of you have as well, is that we're ashamed. That word ashamed is it just simply means we're embarrassed or guilty because of my actions. I mean, sitting there with my dad and him asking me about that change. I was embarrassed to admit to the effect, admit to the fact that I had actually taken money that I wasn't supposed to take. You may think what I'm saying is about to be harsh, but Basically, I stole from my father. 50 cents, you say, Reggie. It's not the point. The point is not only did I take the 50 cents, not only did I hide, but I had consequences that I had to pay, and I compounded the problem with lying about it. You see, hiding creates further action taken leading you down a road you don't want to be. For me, it was hiding leading to lying. And trust was broken, as I've done so many, many times since even, that I'm embarrassed about. You see, we get embarrassed and we feel ashamed because of our own deeds. And the last thing that we want to do is to reveal that to anybody else who doesn't already know it, who could think less about us because of the poor decision-making habits that we formed by hiding things. Guys, let this sink into you today. Some of you have been shamed and are ashamed because of the behavior, the choices, the actions that you've chosen. I'm asking you this today though, don't compound your problems by hiding to avoid embarrassment. I ain't asking you to stand out on the corner in front of your home or business and tell the world about all the mishandling of actions you've had. But what I am telling you is don't let your embarrassment lead you down the road of hiding as a habit. Your embarrassment and guilt because of your past actions should not be what leads you into your future. The second thing I think about hiding 
that is a cause for us is we fear judgment. You know, this kind of goes right along with being ashamed. We fear judgment. We fear any form or conclusion or opinion drawn about us because of the actions that we have performed, right? So we do something and we hide when we know there's the possibility of people looking at us and judging us severely for it. We just don't want to do that. And we also know with judgment comes consequences. If people judge us and we've tried to build ourselves to up to a certain image or a certain level where people look at us and go like, you know what? Um, you know, he's not who I thought he was. Those are haunting words. Those are things that I know that many of us fight and battle and are, uh, you know, uh, don't want to have to deal with because of our past actions. But the fact of the matter is judgment comes based upon actions people see in us. I'm not saying they're right or they're wrong. That's just the way people in life seem to roll. And so what do we do? Well, if I don't want to be judged, then what I need to do is hide the failure or hide the embarrassment of poor decision-making that I have to own. So what do we do? We hide it. We conceal it. We make it not noticeable to anybody else. We think to protect ourselves from being labeled, from being misunderstood. And I'm telling you, it's a treacherous trail to travel. You've got to be sure-footed in foundation. Guys, look, all of us have past, not all, I mean, but I would think a significant amount of us have past that we're not proud of. Just not proud of it. I have, but the fact is I'm not going to compound my problems and, and, and jeopardize my integrity and my character because I did things in the past and I had this habit of hiding I'm just walking out in the light and I want to be transparent because I know that then there's nothing that's undiscovered in me that is going to hinder me from progress. The final thing is I I really believe we just want to please others. And, you know, we don't want to, I mean, we, we've, many of us have become people pleasers where we just, we're going to do whatever we can to make the people that, even some that don't matter to us, be pleased with us. I mean, I want my wife happy with me. I want my son. I want my family happy with me. I want my friends happy with me. But at what cost? Am I willing to hide things so that I will keep that pleasure uh, from others extended in my direction? They're just like, he's so great. He did, you know, I mean, what are, what are we willing to give up? Right? What are to please people? And hidden habits should not be one of those. So usually when I find somebody, talk to somebody who has this people-pleasing mentality as a priority, usually it traces back to an event or a serious event that's caused you or I to feel rejected, abandoned, or less favored.
hey, I've seen siblings. And it just seems like one of the siblings is more favored than the other with the family. And so when sometimes the less favored acts out differently, and sometimes that acting out has created actions that are not really well received. And so they go into a hiding mode and then one day they just like explode and you find out these areas of their life that you never even thought were there that they have hidden for years. And the consequences that come are full of toil and anguish, difficulty, especially hard to unravel. Listen, my intent with this program and any opportunity I have to speak with people is real simple. I want to help you. I want to enable you. I want to equip you. I want to encourage you that you can transcend these boundaries of your life. And listen, if you're hiding things, you have a boundary and a limit in you that's got to be dealt with. And so if you find yourself today habitually hiding and you're tired of the consequences, I would encourage you to find a way to remove that from your life because the person you're born to be will always be hidden behind the hidden things in your life until you remove them. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I, what a delight it's been. Uh, if I can ever help you, I'm real visible on social media. Find me, contact me, and I'll be happy to talk to you and hopefully collaborate with you to get through some of these limits that are in your life. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.